What's doing, everybody? Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. I'm happy and honored, as always, to be here with you guys. Thank you for tuning in. It's awesome to be back with the first episode of 2024 on the podcast here. And I know right now the NFL playoffs are heating up, and I have got an NFL dad joining me on the podcast for you guys today. Xavier Woods is going to be here with me. Xavier plays safety for the Carolina Panthers. He played his college football at Louisiana Tech, where he was a three-time all-conference USA safety He was drafted in 2017 by the Dallas Cowboys, currently plays for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, So I'm excited to have him on the podcast. You guys know I've had so many NFL dads. I've really been blessed to have so many of them join me on the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube or you're listening on Apple Podcasts, just scroll through the archives and you'll see so many of them, including uh, Kurt Warner, Edgerin James, Deion Sanders, Ronnie Lott, uh, Jim Kelly. The list really goes on and on. You can check out some of the Super Bowl Media Day interviews I've done with guys like Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. So go check them out. And I know ticket prices are kind of out of control for every sport right now, but if you're going to an NFL playoff game, you're going to take in a hockey game, a basketball game, Go buy your tickets on SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app. Plug in the promo code at the checkout, First Class. That's one word, First Class. You'll save $20 on your tickets. I think a beer at every stadium now goes for about $20. So have your first beer on me. Go to SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app to buy your tickets. Plug in the promo code First Class and save $20. All right, so let's do this. The first episode of 2024. I am pumped. Uh, as always, please help me spread the word about today's podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. You guys know it. Every day is Father's Day right here on the podcast. Here comes my interview straight up with Carolina Panthers safety, Xavier Woods on First Class Fatherhood. First Class Fatherhood, that is where Alec Lace comes in with his popular podcast. And one of the most interesting was on a podcast. Alec Lace interviews high-profile fathers from actors to NFL players with a vision to change the narrative of fatherhood and family life. Joining me now, First Class Father Xavier Woods. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Oh, man, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. Let's start like this. How many kids do you have? How old are they? So I have three kids, a four-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. What's the break up there? What do you got? Uh, so the four and three is 16 months apart. And I want to say the three and one-year-old are about 19-ish, 19 months apart. The one, we, you, the one-year-old. You got boys, about, girls? What do you got? Yeah, so the one-year-old is a boy, uh, and the two oldest is the girls. So the one-year-old is about to turn two, uh, April 20th. So he has a 420 birthday. <laughs> You gonna try to tie it up here? Two boys, two girls. Are you guys all done? Man, you know that's all according to the wife. You know, <laughs> I, <laughs> I hear funny that. Thing all right, listen. It, funny thing about it, I we did have one scheduled, uh, the 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 consultation scheduled, but I backed out of it, and then now she's she's like, uh, maybe we can have one more. All right. I like, yeah, we, we have four here. We had three boys, then got the girl on the, on our fourth try. Otherwise we'd probably still be going to try to get her, but we got her on four. So that was the, that was the end for us. Uh, if you could, Xavier, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background, what you do. So yeah, my, my name is Xavier Woods. Uh, I'm from uh, Louisiana, Westmore, Louisiana. I grew up in Louisiana, North Louisiana. Um, some people may get that confused. It's far. It's very far from New Orleans, uh, more closer to Arkansas or Dallas. Uh, so yeah, I went to college, uh, at Louisiana Tech, this is in Ruston, literally 30 minutes from home. So my first time leaving home was when I was drafted in the sixth round, uh, by the Dallas Cowboys. So that was my first time leaving Louisiana. Uh, 
So yeah, I played Dallas for four years. Uh, played in Minnesota for one year, and I've been in Charlotte for the Carolina Panthers for two years. Yeah, very cool. So where along this uh, along your career here? Uh, how old were you then when you first became a dad, and how did becoming a father change your perspective on life? What was that? So four years ago, for twenty. So I was 24, maybe 23 going on 24, because um, my, my four-year-old's birthday is two days before. So I was actually, yeah, 23 going on 24. And so... Um, you playing for just, Dallas at the time? Yes. Yep, I was. I was. Um, so just becoming a dad, uh, man, it's, it's been remarkable. It's some, definitely, definitely one of the biggest things, I would say, just sacrifices that you make, sacrifices that you have to make. And... Um, for me, just under, just just gaining understanding of of uh, you know seeing what my parents dealt with with me or without with my brothers and sisters, uh, I understand. I understand. Nothing's gonna be perfect. Uh, maybe there, maybe the way they parents it wasn't perfect, but it was just the best way they could, and that's that's kind of how uh, kind of how I parent now. You know, it's not gonna be perfect. I've kind of meshed what I want. Um, what I'm trying to instill and how I'm trying to parent my kids, it may not be the same way my parents taught me because my parents, my dad was hard on me. He was a, he was the, 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 the tough parent, old school parent, you know? So I definitely try to, you know, mesh and just jumble up, you know, what I want to do, what I want to teach my kids and just try to be the best parent that I can be. It ain't going to be perfect all the time. Yeah, and, and I think so many of us, Xavier, get that feeling. I know I got it too. It's like it's like a revelation of like what your parents were dealing with, and you're like, oh, now I get it. Now I understand why they did this, why they did that, why they didn't want me to go here or there. So, uh, so much of that is true for so many of us. And wh- what would you say to uh, Xavier? Is wh- what were some of the challenges of becoming a dad while you're, you know, obviously you're playing at the top of the spear here. You're in the NFL. Uh, what are some of the challenges being an NFL player while becoming a dad and being a father? Uh, definitely just. You, we, we're not there all the time. I'm not there all the time. I mean, from the, from I want to say about six o'clock to about really from six to six, I'm really not at home. You know, uh, it's really on, on on my wife. She, the kids are really on my wife, and that's really like an everyday thing. Especially you know on weekends for away games, we're gone. Um, so it's mostly during the season. Um, it's really on my wife, so I'm not able to be with my kids all the time. I'm not able to go to their therapies all the time. Uh, I miss some stuff that they may, you know, accomplish or milestones they may reach throughout the day. But then I also get that time in the off season where I'm, I'm, I'm not at work and I'm with them all the time. And I'm definitely getting a glimpse of that now. <laughs> being, that, being that stay-at-home dad, you kind of get that glimpse of what my what my wife goes through on a daily basis. Uh, I definitely – she definitely gained my respect the first time I had to do it. Uh, and so that's been one of the big things. I, I feel the same way. So I, I work for the railroad and sometimes, you know, early on I'd be working an overtime shift or something. I'd call my wife to say, Hey, I got to stay. And it's absolute chaos in the background is all I'm hearing. And I'm like, Oh, you know, <laughs> I, it's like, I, I, and then you get a glimpse of it. You do gain a whole new respect for what, what, what your wives are going through um, when you get a chance to do that. And what, what, now do you have a home base Xavier or like, I know you said you, you were with Dallas. I know you did, a, you know, you, now you're uh, Carolina. Do you have a home mm-hmm. base where you stay or do you move from city to city, depending on what the team's going to be? Uh, no, I mean, we do have a home base in Atlanta. In all season, we uh, live in Atlanta. That's our permanent home. And then, you know, whichever. Uh, we've been in Charlotte. It's going on well, a year and a half, going on two years now. And so we have a home here. So we, we have a dual residence here in Charlotte. But then in all season, we go back to Atlanta, South Atlanta. Very cool. What, what would you consider to be the, the top values, Xavier, that you want to instill in all your kids growing up? 
top values. Uh, respect being one. Just re, uh, respecting yourself, respecting others. I'm big. I'm big on that. Just respecting others, being humble. That's and then also just being humble. Uh, that's what my parents raised me on. I'm from the south, so just the yes sir, no sir, and no ma'am, yes ma'am. Those things are big. Those things are big. And um, just being humble. You know, I know the position that I'm in, the position that I'm going to have my kids in. I understand that, and the kids may not understand it yet, but it's definitely a privilege. Uh, we definitely are a little more fortunate than other people. So just being humble, just being understanding that, hey, some people may not have what we have, but you're no better than the next person. You're no better than uh, your friend that may not have what we have or your, you know, your your cousin who may not have what we, we have. You're no better than them. And so those are the two things that I want to, that I'm trying to instill, just respect and just being humble and understanding that, you know, respect everyone and uh, you get, you'll get it back and also just, Understanding your, your, the predicament that you're in, the situation, and your uh, the privilege that you do have, um, being that you know you may be in the upper echelon of um, people, um, and but you know you know better than them. Yeah, really well said, Xavier. And, you know, one thing I do like to ask the NFL players that come on the show here, just because it's a struggle or a tough decision for a lot of dads. I know you have a, a son now yourself, too, is uh, what would you consider to be a, a good age to start letting your kids play tackle football? What what, what, what about for your son? What age would you say you'd let him start playing, putting the pads on and play tackle? Oh, man. Oh, it's weird for me. I really I really have not thought about it yet. Um. Because he when just. When did you start? Well, what age were you when you started hit with the pads? I started at like five. <laughs> I never played flag football. Uh, I started at five years old, uh, and it's been flat, it's been tackle football ever since. And so, to be honest, I really haven't thought about when I would start tackle with him. I've thought about you know whether I would push football on him. I definitely have thought about that, um, and. I won't push football if he wants to play football. Even now, you know, he'll grab a he'll grab a football. Football just around him, of course. Uh, whether it's on TV or he sees me on TV or he's I know I might bring a football home. So uh he sees that, but I'm definitely not pushing it on him. Uh, we have football, basketball, soccer balls, all of that. So I'm just uh, opening his viewpoint to, to to everything. So whichever uh sport he wants to play, then I'm just gonna let him pick. I'm man, of course we haven't had to put him in something first. But it's probably be soccer. I think soccer starts the earliest, and then just go from there. But just pushing a, a football on, uh, I don't think I'd do that. And so, uh, it definitely won't be tackle first, like I like I did. It won't be tackle first. But in Louisiana, it was no flag football. It was strictly you go straight to tackle when you're in first grade, and you go on from there. It is pretty cool how they have all the flag leagues now because they didn't have. Yeah, when I was growing is. up, we didn't have any of this, and now it's like there's so many opportunities for you to actually get a chance to learn the game without having to, depending on what level you're at, you know. So if you get kids that are just at a beginner level and just wanting to learn how to play the game, it's good to be able to do that and not have to get you know smashed all over the field while you're doing <laughs> it. So I think that's a benefit. Yeah, definitely is because I mean now now in Louisiana because uh, my brothers, my little brothers, was able to play flag football. Like I said, they didn't have flag when I was growing up. So just to be able to see uh, how those kids just learn the game of football, uh, whether it's just being how to run, how to run with the football, or catch a football, or just catch uh, pull a flag, it was big to see. But just going straight out to to tackle somebody, like not having uh, like no practice or anything, when you look at it, it's kind of weird and it's kind of unsafe. Uh, but 
you know, this is the way it was back then. But definitely now, I definitely love some of the some of the safeties and some of the you know stuff they have now as far as the flag or uh, they even have flag up to higher age, even older age up into like third and fourth grade. So, uh, but as far as I really have not thought about when I would start tackle football with or even just football period. Yeah, it's it's tough, and, and it is uh, like like I said, we 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 were crazy back then. I mean, when I was a kid, we played so much street ball, like we played so much at you know at the park or at the yard. I mean, we had some intense games, man. Like we, yeah. we were looking back, I'm like we were crazy doing this, like you know, because I only uh, know kids do that nowadays. I don't, I don't see kids, it. Kids don't even go outside nowadays. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely don't see it. How about how about as far as or... yeah, that seems to be the the, the thing. YouTube, yeah. TikTok is taking uh, the, yeah. the kids by storm now. What about as far as being a girl dad, Xavier? What are some of the things? Uh, you know, what do you enjoy about being a girl dad? What are they into? Man, being a girl dad has made me. You have to have patience. Uh, yes, yeah, so definitely patience, a level of softness, um, definitely compared to dealing with my boy, which, you know, it, it really is, is a difference. I'm not too hard on my boy, uh, but you definitely have to be a little harder. But being uh, on my girls, you have to definitely have to have a level of softness, level of patience, level of understanding. Um, they're a little more sensitive than the boys, um, so that comes into play. So, you know, whether or not they get in trouble um, you have to understand, hey, you can't go at them hard. You got to be soft. Your tone your tone matters. Your tone definitely matters, you know. Sometimes I have to get firm with them as far as my, term, as far as my tone when uh, uh, my three-year-old just keeps doing stuff that she's supposed to do. Uh, and then my boy, uh, he he gets into everything. He just he, he runs behind them. So there definitely is a difference. Um, just being a girl that uh, I think really – I was I became a girl dad really when that uh, phenomenon came when Kobe said it and you know um, it's definitely different. just the patience and just the level of softness that I have to be with them um, is a lot different and toughness as far as you know what they can or cannot do because my dad I have a I have a younger sister and, and my my sister definitely thought that she was being that my dad was harder on her than he was on the on the boys. Like she couldn't go and stay nowhere. Um, yeah, I'm big on that. Yeah, you, the girl just can't go and stay anywhere. She just can't go be with anybody. Because um, you know nowadays it's crazy out there. It's definitely crazy. So there's a level. There's a different same boat. Yeah, yeah. There's a difference on how tough I I am with my boy and what I'm teaching him, and then how I'm teaching my how I'm teaching my girls. I'm trying to instill in my girls as well. Yeah, my, my three sons are teenagers and my daughter's the baby. She's nine years old. And it's like, I'm still trying to figure out how to adapt and how to like, there's so many times like, if I, if I go a little bit too far, once I lose her, that's it. I can't reel her back in. Like, you know, so yeah. it's like I, I'm still trying to find that spot where it's like, I can push, push. And then, you know, once I, once I cross that over, it's like, then she's off on a tear and I, and emotionally I can't, I can't bring her back, you know? So I'm still trying and to find not that just, fine line. And that's not just with the, just the, between a girl and the boy, that's with each child as well. Yeah. Each child has that point to where, yeah, you keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, uh, what, what do you got? What, what are the plans you got for the family here in the off season? You got, I know the kids probably still got just some school or some some activities mm -hmm. or something. But what are you guys planning out for the off season? You, you going anywhere? Any trips planned? What, what's what's the schedule look like? Uh, the kids got a couple. Um, the kids got school for the rest of the month, and then we always um, we started tradition. Uh, we've been 
every year for the last two years to Disney World. So we always do Disney World. Um, I wanted to go a little bit earlier this year. That way we don't catch spring break. And that way it's not as hot. So we, we always do Disney World. We always do Bahamas. Those are the two traditions that we always do, Disney World and Bahamas. And then um, going back to going back to Atlanta uh, here and there and really just spending just spending time and we with, with, with the kids just doing a lot of fun stuff outside the house because um, they getting, they're getting older they're more on this they're, they're talking a lot more so they she my three-year-old is telling me what she wants to do so uh listen sometimes she's been telling me she wants to go to the park uh, the last two days it's been raining and really cold so we haven't been able to go so we possibly will go to the park tomorrow so uh, just fun stuff, just fun stuff about the off season. At what point do you kind of start making that transition from stay at home dad to NFL player? When does that, what, what month or like, does it around the NFL draft? Is it around spring? When, when do you start to make that shift in your mindset from, you know, being at home dad and then back to back to getting your head in the game? Uh, I would say around the end of March. We usually have to go into OTAs uh, at the beginning of April. And so, let me see, March. Yeah, beginning of April. So around the end of March is when I kind of made that transition back to, you know, um, back to, hey, it's time to go. Time to go back to work. Dad, got to go back to work. All right. Well, uh, last thing I want to hit you with here, Xavier, I, I love to ask all the dads to get on the podcast. What type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Uh, the biggest advice is just is, is have patience. Uh and listen because patience listen and the biggest is time is just spending the time spending time with your kids uh one of the biggest things is just being there uh being there is is one of the biggest things for a kid just being able for your kid to see you every day or have i mean you know some dads can be there all every day all the day all day but just being there when you can being there uh as much as you can maximizing your time with your, with your kids uh, it's really to them. Um, it's the biggest thing, and then just having patience with them uh, and listening, because they'll tell you what they'll tell you what they want. They're always going to tell you what they want. You know, whether they're crying, whether they're laughing, smiling, they're always going to tell you what they want. Uh, it's just listening and understanding, and then having just the patience. You know, their kids they don't understand. They're going to do stuff. They're going to touch the stove when you tell them it's hot. My kid yesterday turned the eye on the stove trying to get some cookies, and so. It's like I've told him time and time again: do not test the stove. You can't test nothing on the stove, and he did it. He did it anyway, and so because he's seen his sister do it, and so it's like just have patience. He's trying to run up behind his sister, do what his sister does. His sister can do it, but the buddy, you can't. So yeah, I would say just those things: just patience, understanding, and uh, just being there. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. Uh, it's been a pleasure for me. I got to say, Xavier Woods, your first class father all the way, and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Alec Lace has interviewed more than 700 dads on his award-winning podcast, First Class Fatherhood. Dads from all walks of life, including Tom Brady, Deion Sanders, Matthew McConaughey, Steve Harvey, Tony Hawk, Eric Trump, and so many more. Find out why First Class Fatherhood has been number one on the iTunes charts. Who these men are as fathers and how they raise their children is far more important than anything they accomplish in their careers. Alec Lace encourages his high-profile guests to share their fatherhood journeys and offer advice to new and soon-to-be dads. Let every father in your contact list know about First Class Fatherhood. Available wherever you get your podcasts.
Every day is Father's Day on First Class Fatherhood. 